From Kilgetty to Kilpayson for Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio News. I'm Ollie James and here's the latest for Pembrokeshire. More than £41,000 have been seized in Pembroke Dock and has been handed over to David Powys Police following a Proceeds of Crime hearing at Llanelli Magistrates Court. The hearing on Tuesday, December 14th, concerned 68-year-old Margaret Williams. David Powys made an application for the forfeiture of £41,670 of seized cash as well as any interest secured on the money in accordance with Section 298 of the Proceeds of Crime Act. Paul Callard, David Powers Police Economic Crime Team Manager said as part of a money laundering investigation, £41,000 was seized by police on March 18th, 2021. A force spokesman added that there were no other proceedings linked to the seized cash. Military personnel drafted to assist the Welsh Ambulance Service are being left distressed and frustrated due to lack of proper training, one of Britain's biggest unions has said. The UK government announced that an extra 184 armed forces members will be available to help the Ambulance Service in Wales in the new year. This will be more than double the amount of military personnel helping paramedics by standing in as drivers. However, the GMB Trade Union, which represents 500,000 workers in the UK, has said that military personnel are left as frustrated bystanders, unable to help the injured because they've only had a two-day familiarisation course. The union called for training for military staff assisting the overburdened Wales Ambulance Service just over a week before the announcement that more armed forces personnel were to be drafted in from January 4th. A statement from the union said instead of specialised training, personnel were only given a two-day familiarisation course. This is meant when emergency workers attend a call-out, armed forces personnel are often unable to aid in response procedures leading to distressing consequences. The union added that it has been told that stressed defence staff are taking sick leave after attending call-outs. GMB organiser Nathan Holman said, frankly, our military personnel deserve better. This is a training issue, not a personnel issue, and they need the training to be able to assist effectively. 32-year-old James Phillips was caught doing 72 miles an hour in a 50 zone. The accident took place on the A487 Templeton to Begelly, heading southbound whilst Phillips was driving his Volkswagen. Phillips was caught on August 7th. He was found guilty. Jed Matthew Sam Hitchings, 24, of Meadow Walk, is facing four charges, all committed at Swansea train station on May 18th. These include two drug charges, where he is accused of being in possession of over over 25 grams of Sobity 1 Hexadrone, a stimulant sold as a designer drug and a quantity of Pregabalin. 22-year-old Jack Stewart Mills was caught riding his scrambler on the A40 when he broke the speed limit. He was found guilty and fined £440, and police stopped Mark Morris when they found that the registration mark fixed on the rear of his car did not conform with regulations, as there was misrepresentation of spacing of the letters and the numbers. 55-year-old Morris was proved guilty and was fined £220. I'm Charlie James, and that's the latest for Pembrokeshire. Listen online at purewestradio.com. So shocked, father's world is 
whack and the dogs turn to their own little girl. Sweet 16 ain't a peachy keen. Now I ain't so neat to admit defeat. They can see no reasons, cause there are no reasons. What reasons do you need? and I don't like Mondays on Pure West Radio. Uh, Well, a very happy Christmas and I hope you've had a a really nice weekend. Monday, the 27th of December, I'm Ben Stone. We are here with Pembrokeshire Properties as we bring you Pure West Sport. Once again, a very good evening and welcome to the show. It is Pure West Sport with Pembrokeshire Properties this bank holiday Monday, 27th of December. Really, really good to have your company. We are on your smart speakers and on the Pure West Radio Facebook page right now. And delighted to have Fraser Watson with me to kick off the show. And Fraser, we have to start really by just looking at the impact of the changes to the COVID-19 regulations in Wales and the impact that's had on sport over the Christmas weekend. What's the mood like, would you say, with Welsh clubs right now? One of real despondency, Ben, to be honest. I mean, firstly, we've spoken about this before. We were in this situation almost a year ago. We never thought we'd still be in it 12 months later, did we? We thought we'd come out of the, come out of the woods in that respect. So obviously, despondency, this is happening again. It's potential disruption to the seasons again. And there's, there's a little bit of anger around as well, Ben. And I can understand that with maybe the restrictions that, that within sport aren't necessarily consistent with those in society. And, and you've got the rule now, uh, rule of 50, obviously, for outside and yet people can can i think meet up to 30 inside in a house whatsoever there's a bit of misinterpretation over that but overall it's a mixture i'd say of anger and despondency and of course disappointment as well you know so so much sport goes on over christmas we lost out on it last year we thought we'd have it this year bumper boxing day games new year's day games that sort of thing and it's all been taken away again so yeah it's, it's another deflating period for, for local sport ben i have to be honest about that yeah, no doubt about that. And we're going to hear from the Haverford West County Chairman, Rob Edwards, very soon, just to talk about the uh, impact of, of games being postponed. Uh, what do you make of the of the fact that, obviously, in the professional game, so Swansea City's match against Millwall didn't take place yesterday uh, because of COVID cases, but we are going to go back to games behind closed doors. And we, we touched on this with you on the show last Monday because you have quite a bit of experience of, of covering games behind closed doors, Fraser. And it, it must be strange that we're going back to that period right now but what was your reaction to that and and what's it like to be behind closed doors 
if, you know, Ben, I was actually spoke to Henry Winter, the, the, the well-known football journalist at one game, and he summed it up perfectly to me. <laughs> he, he looked over and he said, this is soulless, isn't it? And that's exactly what it was. It was soulless. You can hear shouts echoing around the stadium. There is no crowd. There is no atmosphere. And I think I mentioned it on the show last week. It was only when crowds came back that I truly realised that the, amp- the impact of them being gone. But I have to be honest, Ben, my, my major thought now is a practical one. My major thought is the financial implications for this. I think there's a lot of clubs at professional level who just about got through that first period of no fans, and, and that was maybe due to financial packages and help from elsewhere. Whether they'll get through a second one remains to be seen, and we've already had league clubs and, and clubs below professional level going to the wall, and you worry that the same thing will happen again now. And of course, you know, closer to home, you're looking at Welsh league clubs now, the likes of Halford West, the likes of Carmarthen Town, Ammonford, who have a good following as well. And OK, they, they've called off their games, I think, for the next three weeks as a blanket period. But in those three weeks, they're missing out on clubhouse revenue and everything else, which, which they probably would have budgeted for. So it's a concerning time, not just because of the lack of football, not just because of the lack of fans, but financially, again, yeah, absolutely right. And, and Rob Edwards is going to be on the show, the Hub for West chairman, just to, to look at that and, and, and some of the things that the club are going to have to put into place. Also with us after eight, we've got the former manager of Hub for West County, Wayne Jones, uh, joining us on the show. Uh, make sure you're listening on the website and on your smart speakers uh, to the interview. Um, and, and Fraser, Wayne is typically forthright in it and we, we'd urge people to make sure they listen after eight today and it was great to be able to talk to him uh, really just to sum up his time at the club and just how much Haverford West County means to him yes and he you know quite emotional when he spoke to us as well and I thought it was quite telling and look you know I think Gordon Thomas sums it up brilliantly when he speaks to Wayne as well he's an outstanding individual you know let, let alone a manager and, and he's always treated the press and, and us guys with the utmost honesty and, and that's a rare commodity <laughs> believe me it is whether you be a local amateur semi-professional professional to get a manager who'll come out after every game week in week out and give you an honest opinion and front up and be willing to front up as well and and believe a very is a very popular figure at Harvard West and and you know speaking to him is quite interesting when you realise what an unselfish decision it was because the chairman didn't want him to go the players didn't want him to go I dare say the majority of supporters didn't want him to go and he did, did what he felt was right for the club and that was noble as well so you know look He's an outstanding individual, got a lot of time for Wayne, and he'll be back in football. Got no doubt about that. You know, a guy with that experience will be back. Absolutely right. Make sure you're listening. That interview's coming up after eight o'clock this evening, right here on Pure West Sport with Pembrokeshire Properties. Some things in life can be a bit of a conundrum and seem to be more trouble than they're worth. But listening to digital radio shouldn't be one of them. Here's a good one. What's so smart about listening on a smart speaker? Well, the answer is actually quite clever. It's a speaker you can talk to, so you can just ask it for your favourite radio shows. Request a station or programme by name and you'll get the live broadcast or the most recent episode. There's no searching by frequency and you can cook in the kitchen or dance doing the housework to whatever you've asked your speaker to play. Quite smart for a speaker. Find out more at getdigitalradio.com. Love Radio. Go digital. How are you, Bob? Good, thanks, Chris. Is it true what I heard? Yeah, we're officially the best butchers in Wales. That's amazing, Chris. Massive congratulations to you and the team. Oh, thanks, Bob. So what can we get for you? Well, Chris, uh, could I have a selection of your award-winning meats? Oh, don't forget to include a pack of Pembrokeshire's best burgers. Prendergast Butchers, Haverford West. Welsh Butcher Shop of the Year. Providing the finest quality meats to Pembrokeshire for over 70 years. We're open for orders either in the shop or on our website, prendergastbutchers.co.uk. If you can't get to us, no problem. We're offering a delivery service. Give us a call on 01437 763387. Oh, Loch Farm Ice Cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Farm Ice Cream. Seven Spa! 
Rice with a staffer oh so nice. You'll love our Jalfrezi and special rice. What's even better is our price. This will have you coming back not once, but twice. <laughs> Enough of all that rhyming. Malaki! The Seven Spice of Market Street, Halford West, offers the finest Asian cuisine, open six days a week. They offer a fine selection of Indian dishes to eat in or take away. Book your table now or place your order by visiting sevenspice.uk or call Aki on 01437-762-789. The Seven Spice, where the staff are oh so nice. We Don't forget that our Facebook page has a real archive of some of the interviews we've done over the course of the last year or so on Pure West Sport. Everyone from runner Santa Duthie to golf caddy Robin Ellis. If you sc- scroll through the video section on the Pure West Radio Facebook page, you can have a look at some of the interviews we've done over the course of the last year right here on Pure West Sport with Pembrokeshire Properties. Feel boy, baby, do a leap and make them dance when it come on. Everybody looking for a dance. If you wanna run away with me, I know a galaxy and I can take you for a ride. I had a premonition that we fell into a rhythm where the music don't stop for life. Glitter in the sky, glitter in my eyes, shining just the way light. If you're feeling like you need a little bit of company, you met me at the perfect time. One of the greatest, ain't no debating on it. I'm still levitated, I'm heavily medicated. Ironic, I gave him love and they end up hating on me. She told me she loved me and she been waiting. Been fighting hard for your love and I'm running thin on my patience. Needing someone to hug, even took it back to the basics. You see what you got me out here doing? Might have threw me off, but can't nobody stop the movement. Uh-uh, let's go. Left foot, right foot, levitating. Pop stars, do a leap with the baby. I had to let 
lace my shoes for all the blessings I was chasing. If I ever slip, I fall into a better situation. So catch up, go put some cheese on it, get out and get your bread up. They always leave when you fall, but you run together. Weight of the world on my shoulders, I kept my head up. Now baby, stand up, 'cause girl, you. You want me? I want you, baby. My sugar boo. Sport for Bank Holiday Monday with Pembrokeshire Properties. I'm Ben Stone and really pleased now to be able to talk to the Haverford West County Chairman Rob Edwards on the show and important we reflect on what's been a frustrating period since the First Minister made the changes to the COVID-19 regulations and the impact that's had on local sport in Pembrokeshire and across Wales. Uh, so, Rob, thank you for being with us. What, what was your reaction when you heard that the rules were going to be changing in the manner in which they did? I think it was a hasty decision um, in terms of when it was made. Um, it, there is frustration because we, we waited a whole year to have fans back in the stadium and we made it kind of the safest environment we could make it as as the other clubs, not just in Wales, but in, in football across across the globe. I mean, we, we can socially distance, we can temp check on the way in, we can we can follow the return to play protocols that were given to us um, by the FAW in accordance with the Welsh government. And I think we we carried them out as we were as we were supposed to and we made it a safe environment for people to come back. And for me personally, it was great to have fans back this season because in my first year as chairman, we never had supporters, and I never got to experience that that match day, mm. that match day experience. And it's been it's been great to meet so many people, and we, we not not huge crowds, but we we got good numbers in. I think more than we've had previously. So it was great to have everyone back and enjoying watching live sport again. So it was a frustration that that was made. I guess even before things like hospitality and, and retail, and obviously we, we, me personally, I'm, I'm affected in my my businesses with those with those industries. But um, to take away live sport in an outdoor environment in a socially distanced and COVID friendly way was was really was as sort of hasty and quite frustrating. And I think the reaction then to having games go ahead on box for me was was a was a non-starter we we voted as a club universally that they shouldn't go ahead in in that way um i think these are two huge games for us personally boxing day new year's day games normally get crowds yeah. great atmosphere and i think fans have suffered long enough without live sport um and there's a financial aspect from both us and aberystwyth that we would we would like to get good crowds in and we would we would expect to have good crowds in um probably twice as much as we would normally get on a on a standard match day. So there was that element to take into account as well. But um, I understand the reasons why it was made to um, to lock down because of the, or, or stop live sport because of the uh, 
COVID cases, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just been frustrating for all of us. Really. Just on the, the immediate practicalities then, that it was a, a doubleheader, of course, over the, the Christmas period. You've got an indication of when those two games uh, might be played and that, that's going to be the 14th and the 18th of January. H- how concrete is that at this point, would you say, Rob? I mean, there's another review, I think, from the Welsh Government before then. So um, I think a lot will impact the outcome of that. But we, we just, yeah, we, we will prepare as, as much as we can. Obviously, at the moment, we're, we're, we're being careful and making sure that during this time we, we look after players and their families. But we, as far as we know, all we can, all we can do is react to the situation we're in and what we're, what we're told. So we'll, we'll prepare in the best way we can from a footballing perspective and also um, kind of the, the COVID situation. So we'll, yeah, we'll prepare for the 14th and whatever happens before then we'll, we'll react to. Just in terms of the impact though of not playing those games on Boxing Day and, and New Year, uh, that there must be a, a financial impact because you would have expected more people through the gates because of the time of year, you'd expect more money spent at the bar, all, all that type of thing. Did you have any idea what that impact is and, and is that going to cause a problem for a, a club like Haverford West, would you say? I mean, look, they're, they're going to be our biggest games of the season, even at the start of the season, let alone where we both are in, in the league table. It's uh, the two massive games for many, many reasons. Um, and I, I would have expected a, a huge crowd. I mean, Boxing Day, New Year's Day always get big crowds because they're local games. Uh, it's a festive period, people off work, looking forward to getting out, go out with their family and friends and, and have a good afternoon, evening, whatever it would be. So, uh, yeah, I think there would be there would be an impact, even if these games are replayed on um, during mid-January, during the evenings, where hopefully you would tend to get bigger crowds anyway. Um, so, yeah, I think there would definitely be an impact, but obviously the bigger impact would have been playing behind closed doors from a, from an atmosphere as well as a kind of fan and financial point of view. So I think the the right decision was made to not to not play these games on the basis that we hope things will will change fairly quickly and we can we can have them back for these two games because it's going to be a massive benefit for both clubs having having fans in and look you want to play derby games you want to play in front of bigger crowds and you want to play under pressure i mean that's that's mm. why well, hopefully players and fans want to be involved in football what was the reaction you got from the the management and the coaching staff and the players to that period where you, you did have to play behind closed doors what what did they tell you was did they find it harder um i think you as as professionals, you get on you get on with your job, but I think every, especially at home, people want people want fans around, and I don't, I don't think it's a, a surprise this season. We've actually got considering where we are on the table, we actually have very good home form. I think we're fourth best at home, and you'd like to think that that makes a difference. Um, our away form this season has been has been very poor, um, but at home, we've, we've, I think we've lost two games this season. At home, we've looked we've looked a lot better. So you can call it a coincidence, but. Um, you'd like to think that people enjoy playing in front of a in front of a crowd, whether that's a few hundred or a few thousand. You, you've got people on your side. You get that energy from them, and and you play you play along with the atmosphere. So I think it, I think it does make a difference um, having fans back, and that's why it would have been a shame to have had games such as Zaba coming up yeah. behind closed doors because um, yeah, you'd think there'd be a really good atmosphere, and, and you'd hope Abba would bring a few fans as well and, and add to that. Has there been any any indication from the Welsh government um, about any compensation or, or, or money they're going to give to clubs? I've heard there is some money, but it's going to be spread across all of Welsh sports. So, would you anticipate that coming your way? Will it make a difference? Have you have you had to apply? What's that been like? Um, obviously, all we know is there's been I think it's a three million pot that's been made available to 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 Welsh sport. I mean, it, it depends. To, to what to what sports that spread across to what levels within each sport to be honest it's not it's not something that is a, a massive concern for me to be honest i think main thing is i think it was the right decision to to call the games off without fans what comes back to us off the back of that financially is is not is not irrelevant i think um that was the right decision regardless as to what comes our way and look you look at the safety of of players during this time cases are rocketing possibly it's the right thing to do anyway. Um, so I think it's more so about just, uh, yeah, kind of not playing football behind closed doors. I think we've had enough of that. Yeah. And also making sure that during this time with cases rising, depending on obviously how severe they are, I think it's just it's just prudent that we we look after players and their families during this period. And hopefully look, things change so quickly with 
with the world we're in at the yeah. moment, we might have a better place to, uh, to play football in three, four weeks' time. No doubt about it. Um, are you still enjoying it, Rob? I think you always maintain your enthusiasm, but in your time as chairman, you've had quite a bit to deal with, haven't you? Yes, baptism of fire. Like this, this <laughs> is, uh, it can only surely get easier from here. Um, no, I, I do. I'm, I love it. I'm privileged to be in this position, despite obviously everything that's going on just with the general day-to-day of the club, let alone the, the world that we're in at the minute. But um, no, I, I do. I do enjoy it. And every day is a challenge. Um, but yeah, hopefully it'd be nice if things get a little bit easier. Let's hope so. Well, listen, uh, Rob, thank you very much for now. And you're going to join us uh, live on the show, our first one of 2022 on the 3rd of January. So hopefully we'll have a bit more news about what's happening uh, at the Bridge Meadow when you join us next Monday. For now, thank you very much for your time on, on Pure West Sport. Pleasure. Thank you.
It's Earth, Wind and Fire and September on Pure West Radio. It's Monday evening, Pure West Sport with Pembrokeshire Properties. Really good to hear, as always, from the chairman of Haverford West County, Rob Edwards. Rob will join us again live on the show next Monday on the Facebook page between 8 and 9. But Fraser Watson still with me on Pure West Sport with Pembrokeshire Properties. And I thought we'd reflect, Fraser, on obviously a different time of year at the moment with the COVID regulations in place, as we mentioned at the start of the show, and with Rob as well. But usually in Pembrokeshire, this is a, a busy time of year, isn't it? Oh, the traditional Boxing Day games, without a doubt, Ben. Um, it was St David's against the Exiles for us. It went on every year. Everyone would, would rock up, usually quite hungover, feeling worse for wear. The rugby wasn't great for 30, 40 minutes. Then, as the St David's first time, we'd usually realise that we were in danger of becoming the first ever side to lose to our old boys team. So, usually things got a bit more intense then. But And, of course, the Bishop Cup, have to West Langham, great traditions there. And, and more so for the crowds, Ben. You know, I think the crowds would meet up. They'd have drinks. Clubhouses would be as packed those days as they ever were. And, and those... Are, my abiding memories you know there's been football on boxing day as well but i think it's the, the rugby which really captures the imagination you get people who maybe only attend one game a year for example down in langham and it's that one you know and and so definitely definitely those and you know closer perhaps to new year as well there used to be football in the pembrokeshire league you'd have it on new year's eve you know and that, yeah. that started your night out and then it's shame to see it gone and, and taken away this year that's for sure and, and pembrokeshire are always uh, full of the, the traditional kind of sporting occasions on boxing day different cups that teams will play for that type of thing fraser oh absolutely yes you know um a lot of Memorial Cups now are played with over football and, and rugby and we're going to be played this year, Ben. Penner and mm. Moncton, I think, had a, had a game planned that then became Moncton against their old boys and unfortunately that, that's fallen victim to what's gone on now as well. So there's plenty of traditional trophies we play for and let's not forget as well, we had league fixtures many a time as well, that horrible Saturday between Boxing Day and New Year mm. and I remember getting one on a bus to Pontiac and I think about the 27th and the 28th of December pouring down weather and never ever wanted to do it again it almost ruined my Christmas period but you know there was that there was that time where you did actually play fixtures in between and you'd have to scratch around for, for a team quite a bit but no sport plays such a big part of Christmas and New Year you know I think people have always joked about wanting it off wanting New Year's Day off but, but in reality there were great times in clubhouses afterwards and there were real social occasions and, and everyone see you know off the field everyone was in high spirits and what about you, Fraser? Your your own sporting career in Pembrokeshire. What, what what's your favourite memory of a, a Christmas period fixture? Well, it's actually um, I, I'm going to go a bit left field for you here, Ben. It's actually playing a golf Boxing Day competition okay. down at um, down at St David's Golf Club when the, the fairways were frozen. We were using plastic <laughs> tees or whatever they were called, rubber tees. Sorry, and we proceeded regardless. And um, me with a high handicap actually came in and won that day, and I won. Well, I mean. It, it was it was a Christmas turkey. This was on Boxing Day, which which I was given. But I, I, I have a feeling it was a rejected turkey from the day before. But I took it <laughs> nonetheless. And, and again, it, it was good fun. It was you know you were frozen afterwards. You couldn't feel your hands, but we were all in the pub afterwards. You would a drink. But one thing I won't miss is certainly New Year's Day. I have done the the traditional swim down at White Sands yes. Beach every year. Um, you know, when I was fearless and young, I'd stay in for quite a few minutes and really enjoyed it. It's got to the point now where I tend to go in, dip my head so it looks like I've got wet and come straight <laughs> back out. But again, it was another big social occasion. You had a lot of sporting people down there and you had a good sprint down into the water and there's always a little competition to see who was first. I was up there back in the day, not so much these days. But, um, <laughs> For right and wrong reasons, I'd say that swim is my abiding memory. Yeah, I've done the one in Saundersfoot. I think it's minus three the year I did it. It was absolutely bitterly cold going <laughs> down warm. that beach. Yeah, that is warm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's when you come out afterwards, isn't it? It really hits you. And what about watching sport, Fraser? Because as you say, it's a great time of year to to watch some great sport. And I think you've you've watched sport in some good places over Christmas. Yeah, I mean, I've always enjoyed it. mentioning it before the Bishop Cup Day just because there's such a big crowd and a good vibe down there. But my abiding sporting memory of a Christmas is definitely from a few f- miles further afield that, Ben. It was back in 2006, actually, that... Well, I say that fatal ashes tore away mm-hmm. with the five nil defeat. It's, I think that's pretty much normal practice these days, the way things have gone. But at the time, it was fatal. We were actually off the back of winning the ashes, and and I was out in Melbourne for the for the Boxing Day test. And you had a Christmas Day barbecue with the Barmy Army, and then and then went over and Australia won that test as well. Come to, but such a unique occasion, you know, to be in the MCG for that first ball. 
90 to 95,000 people in there in such a tremendous atmosphere. And the Barmy Army, the England fans, despite the fact we were 3-0 down at the time, they were electric and they sang for three or four days solid and, and pretty much went through then to Sydney for the New Year's test as well. So I have to say, being over in Australia, mm. those two iconic venues for those two iconic test matches probably beats everything anything I've ever done in the festive period. And I was actually lucky enough to still be there a year later when South Africa came over for the Boxing Day test. It wasn't half as full that time around, but no, it, it'll always be my abiding memory of sport over the festive period is being at that stadium. But Boxing Day cricket is something a bit special. There's, there's no doubt about that, Fraser. Absolutely right. Well, listen, uh, thank you very much for being with me for now. Lots more to come on Pure West Sport. And we'll be talking to the Haverford West County former manager, Wayne Jones, on the show after eight o'clock this evening. We're here with Pembrokeshire Properties. Join us every Monday evening on the weekly Pure West Sports Show with Pembrokeshire Properties. All the very latest sports news from around the county, as well as views, guests and gossip from our award-winning panel. Join us every Monday between 7 and 9 p.m. Pure West Sport, proudly sponsored by Pembrokeshire Properties. Buy or sell your next house with a truly local, fast-growing property agent. Pembrokeshire Properties. Welcome home. Enjoy learning something new. Want to learn Welsh? Shemai, Shuditi. Do we in Hoffi Dusty Kamarai? Learning online is easier than you think. You can learn Welsh in your garden. You can learn Welsh from your kitchen. You can learn Welsh from your lounge. You can learn Welsh from your spare room. You can learn Welsh sat next to your dog. Friendly tutors are there to help you learn and to make sure you have fun doing it. And the best part is, you can now do it from home. There's plenty of help available. The tutors are great. I'm enjoying learning Welsh. It's the most satisfying thing I've ever done. With 50% discount for beginners, what are you waiting for? Just sign up. Visit learnwelsh.com for full details. Ah, enemy ahead. Fire. Where? I can't see them. Right there. Fire. Oh, man, you missed again. You need to get your eyes tested. Nah, mate. I ain't got the cash for that. You're in college. You can get an eye test for free. Really? From where? I'm with Mags Optics. They're in the Riverside Arcade in Halford West. Sick. I'll check it out. Eye tests are free for children under 16 and those aged 16 to 18 who are in full-time education. Glasses up to £85 are free for students aged 18 and under with an NHS voucher. Call Paul, Tina and the team on 01437 767744 or go to magsoptics.co.uk to book an appointment. Mags Optics are the proud sponsors of The Gaming Show on Pure West Radio. Job Finder on Pure West Radio. If you've got staffing issues, we can help. Get the staff you deserve to help your business succeed. The Pure West Radio Job Finder. Pembrokeshire College has an exciting opportunity for a work-based learning contract and compliance manager to manage the work-based learning management information team. For more information or to apply, visit purewestradio.com forward slash job finder. The Pure West Radio Job Finder, with 25,000 hits a month, 10,000 plus app downloads, and more than 33,500 followers on Facebook. The Pure West Radio Job Finder, for Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. Job Finder.
close at hand Creatures crawl in search of blood To terrorize your neighborhood And whosoever shall be found Without the soul for getting down Must stand and face the hounds of hell And rot inside a corpse's shell
Monday and that's David Bowie and Young Americans. It's Pure West Sport with Pembrokeshire Properties. Always a pleasure to be here on a Monday evening. Myself, Fraser and Gordon Thomas. On the way after eight, a chance to hear our interview with the former Haverford West County manager, Wayne Jones. Left the club a couple of weeks ago. We had the opportunity to speak to Wayne. Uh, He'll tell us about why he decided it was the time to leave Haverford West, but also his passion for the club, his love for the Blue birds and some of his favourite memories from his second time in charge as manager. We'll hear that interview after eight o'clock. And if you go onto the Facebook page, you can have a look at some of the interviews that we've done on the show. We're live on Facebook every Monday evening and all of our interviews are on the Pure West Radio Facebook page. If you go to the videos, you'll be able to have a look at some of the people we've met over the course of 2021. And that's all to come. But right now, Harry Styles and Watermelon Sugar on Pure West. Tastes like strawberries on a summer evening And it sounds just like a song I want more berries And that summer feeling It's so wonderful and warm Breathe me in Breathe me out I don't Summer feeling 